So tune in for your comments and questions on AM 1310, The Light. Medically Speaking is not a substitute for going to your own doctor. And now, here's Medically Speaking on AM 1310, where we shine the light through the word and the music. Good morning, good morning. Welcome to Medically Speaking on AM 1310, The Light. I'm your hostess, Dr. Lauren Harden, an associate of Dr. Kenneth Ackles, chiropractic physician, located at 3231 North Meridian, Suite 508. Call us at 317-926-4623. Good morning, everybody. It's the first Saturday of the Yes, and you know we're here with a lot of great information for you as far as your health is concerned. But first, I want to let you know that we are on Facebook, Medically Speaking, with Dr. Lauren Harden. If you type that in to the Facebook bar, you should find us. Go follow us because that is where most of this information that we talk about on the show will be posted before and after the show. So do me a favor. Go ahead and go on Facebook and find me and Follow me so we can stay connected and kind of make these this information that we uh, that we give out stick and solid for you guys. So today we have a great show for you today. I have some amazing friends, as I've told you before, and I brought another one along with me this morning. I have a pharmacist here by the name of Lauren Turner. How you doing, Lauren? Good, thanks. Good. I'm so excited to have you here because we get a lot of questions about medications and um, alternative medicines and just a lot of questions from viewers so, or from listeners. And so it's great to have you here and welcome to Medically Speaking. Thank you. So I want to start off by um, having you tell us a little bit about what it's like to be a, a pharmacist. Excuse me. <laughs> yeah, so for... Me, I work in a little bit of a different setting than what people might think of. I work in a doctor's office, um, and I work with doctors. I see patients um, to help them manage their disease states. And so for me, I would say um, the best part about being a pharmacist and the part that's really great about doing it is sitting down with patients and being able to take the time to go through their medications, answer their questions, kind of walk through one by one, like what they're for, what they should expect when they awesome. take them. And so, because I know healthcare in general can be really overwhelming. And Absolutely. So to be able to sit down and talk about their medicines and give them their information that they need, I would say that's really what pharmacy is about as a whole and what I like the most about it. Yeah, and see that, I feel like that is something that not everybody, unfortunately, has because a lot of times you go to, like, maybe even our urgent care or just the emergency room, and a lot of times, and even in my experience, when you go, you kind of get diagnosed, and then they send you to a pharmacy to pick just to pick up the medication. Mm-hmm. So there, and with drive-throughs, you know, mm-hmm. there's not really much education as far as how to take medicine out there. And I think that's a, that, that's a disadvantage that we have in our healthcare system. Yeah, and with and even with having multiple doctors, if you have specialists mm-hmm. and, you know, getting different information about specific things from different people, I mean. Absolutely. I mean, and it's out there. Google, you yeah. can Google almost <laughs> anything. And, you know, a lot, a lot in school, a lot of times we were taught if you have, if you can't say the name of it, then you probably should Google it and see exactly <laughs> what it is and getting broken down. Mm-hmm. But even um, those that are like considered like lay people, those are not that are not in the healthcare field. Even doing a Google search on a medication can be just as confusing. So mm-hmm. you need somebody kind of talking to you. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And everything's not. 
there's a lot of information out there. And so mm-hmm. sometimes it doesn't necessarily apply to every situation. And so making sure that you know exactly what's happening with your situation and your body might that's not on the internet absolutely okay so you see we have (laughs) lauren turner here pharmacist why don't you call up with your pharmacy related questions it's 317-239-1310 that's 317-239-1310 okay so awesome so you actually get to sit down and speak with the patients that you're prescribing um drugs for and Mm -hmm. i think that's very unique and and different and and I was going to ask, um, what are some common questions you get asked by patients? So there's not necessarily one specific question that I get. I would say a big thing with medications is the cost. Mm-hmm. So I do get a lot of questions or things that I look into for patients to find alternatives that are more cost effective. Absolutely. Because I would say that's a big thing depending on what you're being treated for is how expensive some of the medications are. Mm -hmm. And so that's one of the big things that I work with patients and the physicians with to help find those cheaper alternatives um, that can help the patient. Absolutely. That's, and that, that is, that's a huge part of it, especially if you're on some kind of um, regular medication, Mm -hmm. something that you need to be doing and taking more often. Mm -hmm. And so just being, efficient with your money that's health as well you know because financial health can cause all kinds of stress and you know and and so that's great anything like um what about um i know that when i take things like vitamins Mm -hmm. um having food on my stomach Mm -hmm. is um something that is a must because i will feel actually nauseous Mm -hmm. and so i got to thinking when i was talking about having you on to talk about prescription about the side effects Mm -hmm. and what are some things, um, are there any, like, general, like, uh, things that we can do to help with the side effects of a lot of um, medications? Yeah, so it, it depends. Each medicine is a little bit different. Um, if there are medicines that do, you notice, do make your stomach feel upset or feel nauseous, things like that, most times, not all the time, but most times taking them with food mm-hmm. can help. Yes. Um, as far as some of the other side effects... It really just depends. Mm-hmm. I would say the biggest thing is asking, you know, when you're being prescribed that medication, like what should I expect as far as side effects and is there anything I can do about that? Okay. Um, sometimes thinking about like antibiotics for some of those, if you have like sensitive skin, so being out in the sun can cause problems. So, mm-hmm. you know, wearing sunscreen and avoiding the sun if if possible during that time. Mm-hmm. Those are some like main ones I can think of, but as far as like specific as it kind of depends. Yeah, you mm-hmm. definitely that's a good point to make that if you are on a prescription that you feel like is giving you some sort of side effect that you stay in constant communication mm-hmm. with yes. your doctor and if you are not talking to your doctor maybe even go up to where you got your medication mm-hmm. and ask the pharmacist again, yeah. you know, I'm experiencing this this and this is this normal. It's just important for you to know. Mm-hmm. Hey doc, I got a question for you. Yes. Well, you know, if you think about and we're talking about old school, you know, you know how they be. Oh, baby, take take a cup of those pills. Is <laughs> is it safe for people to uh, take other people's meds and stuff like that? You know, uh, like uh, I don't know, what uh, 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 somebody's ibuprofen mm-hmm. or some some other kind of, uh, mm-hmm. you know. Um, so most times I advise patients against that. Absolutely. <laughs> um, Over the counter medicines are a little bit different. You have to look into. Um, 
you know, asking the pharmacist, what are you taking at home and looking at what interacts with it? But a lot of times the doses might not be the same, even Mm -hmm. if it's the same medications. Sometimes there can be combination medications the patient's on and you might not realize it if you're sharing with somebody else. Absolutely. And I I 100 percent agree with that. That is dangerous. It's chemistry. Mm -hmm. When you're taking medicine or prescription, even when you're taking supplements, herbs, It's all biochemistry, mm-hmm. and so you want to pay attention to that. And we do have a caller this hey, morning. How you doing? Good morning. How you doing? Uh-huh. All right. I've got into all the guests. And, What's in the news? Uh, thanks for taking you, too. Uh, thanks for just taking my call. Medicine. A couple questions that maybe can be answered here. I'm finding a lot, What's especially when news? I go to see my, my uh, grandparents and parents. Uh, uh, they're having so many questions right about now. medications that they're not being getting, getting their uh, proper teaching no, on. I, I know it's supposed to be a consultation. They when they leave me to the pharmacy or the office, but I don't see that yep. happening because I'm a medical okay. professional, so I know a lot about drugs. And Brittany so B. I, they're not getting that. And all right. Then, hello? Yeah. yeah. Okay, Listen. and then second of all, um, what is the problem with the constant, or oh, put this right, the pharmacist. <laughs> she don't have to name any names, nothing like that. <laughs> or how, what's the safeguards on counteracting the overprescription of opioids? I'm down south, and it seems like what goes on in the south, there's just no monitoring. And mm-hmm. an auntie addicted to Xanax, she didn't even have a reason to be getting in the first place. It's like what goes on seems like down in them small, and they're in a small town, a town of 2,000 people at the most. So it seems like what's going on down, what I find down there, they're just prescribing like crazy, mm-hmm. you know, these opioids. So in the pharmacist sense, when you see something coming from a particular physician, something, do you have a safeguard there to maybe say, hmm, let me see if it's something like that. Cause I know you can't prescribe. It's not your mm-hmm. job in your position, but I know under the new laws that the pharmacists are definitely trying to have more safeguards in that effect. And uh, do you see that? Because this opioid epidemic seems like maybe you guys can spearhead this movement to yeah, maybe babe. cut down on some of that. And mm-hmm. I'll see you all here. Thank you. Yes, thank you for your call. Mm-hmm. So I know that... Um, like uh-huh. here, I know you're talking more about okay. in the South and maybe smaller areas. I know uh-huh. here in Indiana, there are changing a lot Kena. of the prescribing laws to kind of help Kena. limit um, prescribing opioids Hello. or controlled medications to patients so freely. Um, as far as safeguards at the pharmacy, um, I don't work at a dispensing pharmacy, but I do know that Pharmacists, if they notice things happening um, or physicians prescribing things that might not be appropriate, there are places where you can report or document those kind of things so that um, from a legal standpoint, someone can come in and audit if needed. But it's kind of hard since legally they're allowed to prescribe those things. So there's not something that we can firmly do, but just reporting and being aware. Yeah, absolutely. And so that and that goes for you as well. I mean, if mm-hmm. you see anything that might be off with maybe even one of your family members getting mm-hmm. prescribed or if you notice something that might be going out, getting out of control, mm-hmm. you know, ask the questions. Mm-hmm. That's really the best tool you have is asking the questions when it comes to your health and interacting with your healthcare professionals, <coughs> correct? Mm-hmm. Yes. Mm-hmm. And so so that's awesome. Thank you again for your questions. If you have any more questions, go ahead and call 317-239-1310. We have pharmacist Lauren Turner here. And so um, I think that's a, we were talking before a little mm-hmm. bit about the sharing prescriptions. Mm-hmm. And I know that that is done a lot more often mm-hmm. than people even care to admit because it's just so uh, thoughtless and, mm-hmm. and nonchalant. And you might want to be being helpful and you mm-hmm. know this is what helped you, but 
it might not help yes. somebody else. And so definitely keep that in mind. And I just wanted to reiterate that point, you know, because <laughs> yeah. I mean, how many do you see that a lot in your your it's, practice or so where you're working? I'll have people in is Another big thing, too, is there patients will say, well, I can't afford this medicine. So I use somebody else's mm-hmm. medicine that was similar. But there are when we decide what medications to prescribe for patients. There are a lot of considerations as far as what you're taking, what are your current disease states, mm-hmm. what kind of side effects do we want to avoid for you specifically. Mm-hmm. And so, again, advising against sharing. <laughs> but Yeah, it's specific and it's tailored to you. Mm-hmm. We talk about that here all the mm-hmm. time and how each person is different. And mm-hmm. we are definitely wired in a way to where we can understand the body, but Something that works for one person is definitely not going to work for mm-hmm. another person. I mean, it in theory, in, in physiology, it should, but you just yeah. never know what's going on internally in somebody else's body. And so you want to be really careful when you're doing that. What about, uh, question, mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> what about expiration dates? Um, uh, how important are they? Um, I'm not for sure. Well, for pain medicine and, uh, you know, um, um, over-the-counter stuff and um, any kind of medicine. What 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 is the uh, the uh, um, what's the word I want to say? Uh, Suggestion. There you go. There you go. <laughs> um, so, as far as like medications like insulins or diabetes medications, most times we say follow those expiration dates because. They are the one you'll have most times the box, and that's the manufacturer's expiration date. And so we say follow those because the medication might not be as effective after that date. Mm -hmm. So it's not always necessarily that the medication is dangerous after a certain expiration date, but it might not work as well. Exactly. And so that's the big thing with the expiration dates and why we try and follow them. Mm -hmm. I mean, because when you're using those kind of medications, you're you it, it has like a the chemistry has like a half life mm-hmm. and so half life means <clears throat> that by this amount of time the half of the 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 medication mm-hmm. is going to be half at its potential mm-hmm. effectiveness so um using outdated um medicines you just kind of decrease so if it's a half there's a half life there's definitely a quarter life yeah. <laughs> there's definitely a eighth life mm-hmm. so you just kind of diminish a little bit each time mm-hmm. and it becomes not watered down but yeah, biochemically mm-hmm. it does mm-hmm. so you want to make sure that you're paying attention to your dates but as far as what about the the ibuprofens and the i mean it's similar situation i mean mm-hmm. i have people that like friends and family they'll take ex- expired medicines because that's all they have as mm-hmm. far as like an ibuprofen or a tylenol i mean it's not bad to do you just might notice that it doesn't work work as well as well mm-hmm. okay yeah and especially with those medications that have the live um organisms mm-hmm. so you mm-hmm. want to definitely take those on time because oh, yeah. that's not just gonna. yeah it's not gonna do it mm-hmm. <laughs> they're alive <laughs> i got another i got another question for you mm-hmm. so what about medicines um Mixing medicines. Let's say, like, uh, you have a diabetic, and uh, no, not, not diabetic. Well, yeah, diabetic, mm-hmm. and uh, it, he also has a heart condition. Mm-hmm. And um, I'm thinking about uh, my, my dad has, has an apartment downtown, and 
uh, this guy has everything, you know, <laughs> to think of. And, you know, and uh, uh, he was also taking somebody else's <laughs> blue pills. <laughs> And uh, uh, I don't think he was supposed to take them because there was an issue and uh, they said um, they were going to give him a shot. But have they have he taken any of the medicine or something, something. Mm -hmm. but uh, he ended up taking it and they end up giving him a shot. And it was was like, it was just crazy. I know for a fact that the blue pill and heart medication do not go together. So definitely take that in consideration. That will cause way more problems, but go ahead, Lauren. Yeah. I mean, I would, I would say too, as far as like from that standpoint in heart condition, just checking with your doctor. Cause Mm -hmm. sometimes they're okay with it, depending okay. on if you're stable or depending on what medications you're on. Mm-hmm. But mixing medicines, a lot of times, like if it's diabetes medicines and heart medicines, they've when we study the medications, we've looked at them together with those. And so a lot of times we know that they're safe to take together. Mm-hmm. It's just a matter of, you know, similar like the blue pill and a heart condition, just checking with your doctor because there are heart medications that can cause problems when you mm-hmm. take those together. But a lot of those medications we look at before we prescribe them to make sure they're okay to give together. Yeah, and I guess that's one of my mm-hmm. questions is, do you guys sit down and kind of schedule out, do you in your practice, mm-hmm. I know that um, going to maybe like Walgreens mm-hmm. or Walmart or mm-hmm. wherever you get, you might not have the benefit of doing so, but do you guys sit down and say, okay, um, this might be the best time of the day for mm-hmm. you to take this. And mm-hmm. this might be, you know, maybe Monday, Wednesday, Friday in with another medication mm-hmm. on the off days. Mm-hmm. Is, okay. Yeah. So with, I know a lot, like at a, you know, Walgreens, CVS, all oh, those right. types What's of pharmacies, um, they do get, They can, you know, educate you on potential side effects of medications and give you some tips. It's more of a timing situation. Mm -hmm. Um, But where I'm at, I do sit down and talk to patients about certain side effects. So if one medication might make you feel tired, taking it at night before bedtime. Mm -hmm. Uh, Or if one, there's some medications I'm thinking of, um, some like mood medications that might might make you feel more awake and have difficulty sleeping. So taking those in the morning. Mm -hmm. So different tips on timing we do sit down with patients and walk through those as well you fit Mm -hmm. it into their lifestyle Mm -hmm. because that's what it is what it's Mm -hmm. about looks like we need to go to commercial we will be right back talking more about your pharmacy needs from lauren turner pharmacist (laughs) stick with us thanks Welcome back to Medically Speaking on AM 1310 The Light, celebrating 50 years serving us here in Indianapolis. I am your hostess, Dr. Lauren Harden, and we are talking with pharmacist Lauren Turner. We have a caller. All right. Good morning. How you doing? Hello. Hello. How you doing, Mary? Uh, Fine. Um, I'd like to ask a question about um, is a generic uh, medicine as effective as the regular kind of medicine that you take? Mm-hmm. Yes, so the generic uh, medications are the same exact medication. It's just not the company that 
invented it, right. basically. What's your name? So the medications work the same Rosa, and uh, work okay. just as well. All They're right. just less expensive. So generic medications are definitely a great option. Um, so you can save money but still get the benefits that you need. Okay. Thank you very much. Mm-hmm. Thank you for calling. And then we have uh, Mayhem. Good morning. How you doing? Oh, I can... Oh, I can barely hear you. Hold on. Uh, can you hear me now? Yes. Okay. Yeah, I want to ask a question. I noticed that uh, America is over-medicated, but I want to ask when people take medicine uh, then with a, a chemical imbalance, uh, what can you do about them with, when they have uh, side effects? Or is the medicine making them uh, have side effects? Mm-hmm. And... um. And when they stop taking them, what can you do about that? Because I noticed um, a couple of people that done that uh, ran into the police and it was a bad situation ending because they stopped taking their meds. Can you answer that for me? So, I'll take it up there. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Um, so as far as I'm thinking that you're meaning like medications for like mood or um, like different mental illnesses and so there are i know a lot of times with some of those medications there are side effects but there are also a lot of different options and so um it is a lot of trial and error when it comes to um like depression medications or medications for schizophrenia things like that um but there are different options and some medications that might affect people differently, similar to like your diabetes medications or your cholesterol medications. So it is one of those things that is more specialized. And so going, you know, patients going in to see their psychiatrist on a regular basis to discuss those side effects and try different medicines is really important in that situation. So Yeah, mm -hmm. and I would agree with that. That's an open conversation. Mm -hmm. That's as soon as you feel like something Mm -hmm. is off, you should call somebody and ask mm-hmm. them if it is normal mm-hmm. for you to feel that way. Okay. Thank you for your call. Uh, we have Rosa here. Good morning. Good morning. Hi. My question is, who gives the doctors permission to give you a prescription medicine, especially if you're an older person, that has side effects that would kill you? Okay, thank you for your question. Um, um, so a lot of times there are there are medication. You know, with anything that we put in our body, there are the risks right, and benefits for taking it. And so when All the right, doctors second, prescribe different medications, um, they take into consideration those risks and benefits. Now, hopefully, your doctor's not prescribing something that they know will be detrimental to your health. Mm-hmm. Um, but that's where you know, even if 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 an older person that might not understand the healthcare system as well, you know, having a family member go with you and sit down when there are new medications coming on and asking those questions of what would be the risk of this medication and what would be the benefits and deciding if, you know, the risk of whichever side effects that medicine might have are worth the benefits that you get from it. Because that, yeah, at the end of the day, it's, it is your health and your decision, but you know, just having, again, that open dialogue to discuss the medications mm-hmm. and understand them. Yeah, because at the end of the day, you get sent home with the medicine. Mm-hmm. And so if you decide not to take the medicine, then that is completely mm-hmm. 100% your choice. But 
at the same time, you know, your doctor is on your team. And, yes. And don't forget that. So nobody on your team is going to be intentionally, you know, and God forbid you would hope not yes. intentionally prescribing you something mm -hmm. that they feel would be harmful. Now, it is up to them to have that conversation mm -hmm. and to give it you is. that option. But at the end of the day, that is up to you. We have another caller, Don. Good morning. How you doing? Hey, good morning. Hi. You have a question? Oh, go ahead. Yeah, my question is, you know, you know, people who are on prescribed medications and then some people have taken it upon themselves to take these herbals that, uh, you know, they sell them at the drugstores and people recommend this. So when you're interacting those two, I mean, what is the risk here? I mean, because your doctor's not going to tell you that this herbal thing might affect what you're taking prescribed. I mean, how, how do you, as a pharmacist, how do you distinguish you know, if these herbal things mixed with a prescribed medication won't harm a person or mm -hmm. have some other crazy side effect. Mm -hmm. So with the herbal medications, there are like you mentioned, there are a lot of people that are trying more herbal medications, <coughs> more um, natural medications to help with their health conditions. Um, from a pharmacy standpoint, we do depending on the setting, because we're not going to necessarily know everything that you're taking in all of your medical conditions, but we can look at, you know, what medicines we know you're taking and use the information that we know about the herbal medications to let you know if there are interactions. Now, there isn't as much information about the herbal supplements and um, interactions, but there there is some. And so there are a lot of common ones that we do have some information about and can give you education about those main medications, at, at least the main medications to watch out for that there might be interactions with. Absolutely. And so I guess one of the things I'm thinking about now mm -hmm. is if you are choosing your alternative and um, herbal mm -hmm. supplements, if you go to your doctor and mm -hmm. are now prescribed uh, a medicine, you definitely need to tell them about yes. that um, and about the supplement that you take. Because if they do not know, then that could become a problem. Yeah, because they might prescribe you something after you start that mm -hmm. medication that can interact with the herbal supplement. So, Absolutely. Now, in most herbal supplements, um, people are doing self-care. Mm -hmm. A lot of the times mm -hmm. you're Googling and figuring mm -hmm. out what um, what works and what, what you want to try and see and how it interacts. But at the same time, um, you want to make sure that you're taking the precaution because even those yeah. in high doses mm -hmm. can be dangerous. Mm -hmm. And so I know that there are some very, I mean, I, you guys have seen like on movies where somebody's out in the wilderness, they take a bite of a flower petal and they like get, you know what I mean? Like they're in a coma mm -hmm. or something like next or, mm -hmm. you know, it could be poisonous, could be harmful. It could be, you just don't know what your system is going to be able to handle. Mm -hmm. And so you want to make sure that even with the, natural just don't trust it don't just trust it because mm -hmm. it is a herb because yes. herbs are potent and powerful as well right yes. mm -hmm. so we definitely want to um read read your labels and mm -hmm. ask the questions and, and speaking of um kind of picking out your own medications oh. i did ask you um about some more over-the-counter medicines i think that's uh very uh, lifeish or yeah. very Every, real life. Yeah. You know, before you'll go to the doctor, you'll self-diagnose your sniffle and then go to wherever you need mm -hmm. to go and get what you need to get. And so um, do you have any tips for picking the right over-the-counter medications for mm -hmm. adults? Mm -hmm. Yeah, so when picking over-the-counter medications, um, especially specifically thinking about like cold or flu, is 
realizing that a lot of those brand name medications that are for like the cold or flu have multiple medications in them. Mm -hmm. And so recognizing that there are multiple medications in the -the over-the-counter like cold medicines and realizing that if you're getting two, you might be overlapping some of those medications. And so that depending on which ones you're using, that could be dangerous. Um, So just making sure you're reading the labels, seeing what medicines are actually in um, your Mm -hmm. over-the-counter choices. Um, Also just checking the doses and the frequencies because each one can be slightly different. So Mm -hmm. you might be used to taking one and taking it every, you know, four hours or every six hours for your symptoms as you need it. Um, But if there's one that's slightly different or has like a long acting formulation of something, then you might not need to take it that often. Mm -hmm. So just checking the frequencies and the doses as well when you're picking up your over-the-counter options. Absolutely. What about um, in like, children mm-hmm. or babies uh, so kids and babies so one they're not just like little adults so mm-hmm. you can't just say oh well i'll give them half of what i took because that might not absolutely be the safe not. dose <laughs> yes absolutely not. Um, so they do they do make a lot of children's formulations so that the concentration is easier to measure and give um a kid or a baby But you want to make sure that you're looking at, when you're picking up those children formulations, the age limits. Because Mm -hmm. sometimes it's only recommended if your kid is four or over. Um, The other thing is when you're giving medications to your children is using like a measuring teaspoon Mm -hmm. instead of like the teaspoon that you eat your soup with or eat your cereal with because that might not be the exact dose that you need. Absolutely. Um, A lot They do now have more... um, measuring cups that come with it so it's a little bit easier but Mm -hmm. if you lose that or if you have some left in your cabinet and don't have that just using those exact measuring Mm -hmm. making sure Mm -hmm. we do have another call before we're going to put that on pause Uh, yeah question uh good morning how you doing good morning good morning how you doing okay or is it my turn yes (laughs) ma'am okay i wanted to ask because I was on a medication for high blood pressure mm-hmm. that was included with a diuretic mm-hmm. and for several years. And then I found out that basically through conversations with other people that that medication with the diuretic is uh, has a side effect of hair loss. Mm-hmm. And so I wanted to know, in taking a medication like that, which I'm no longer on it, I found out and asked the doctor, could I switch into an, another a medication mm-hmm. to manage my... Um, to manage the high blood pressure. Mm -hmm. And so um, I do see a lot now that it's been maybe about five months, my hair is more healthier, but it is still, it actually really started thinning out in the top a lot. Mm -hmm. So would there have been possibly a supplement I could have taken at that time that could have helped along with um, that hair loss? Um, I'm not sure. It would depend. I mean, there are, you know, like the hair and nail vitamins and supplements for, um, you know, healthy, strong hair. But at the same time, I don't know how well that would have worked if you were having like thinning of your hair and things like that. So I'm not 100% sure. I mean, you you could have tried like the vitamin E's and the biotins, but it's not a guarantee that it would have worked. Um, So, I mean, I think switch. One more question. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Would that have been necessary for the 
uh, that particular type of uh, high blood pressure medicine to be prescribed uh, from the beginning? Couldn't there have been another management without having the diuretic that was known for, um, you know, hair hair loss? Yeah, so there, I mean, there are um, a good, you know, number of top blood pressure medicines that we choose from when we're picking to treat high blood pressure. Um, again, there are the diuretics uh, are one of the most effective medications for blood pressure management. And so that might be why your doctor went with that first. Um, it's important to remember, too, with the side effects, even though they are listed for a certain medication, that doesn't necessarily mean that they're common. And so your doctor might not have thought, oh, this is definitely going to cause this problem, So, but we need to use it anyways. Mm-hmm. Um, they might have thought, oh, well, this isn't common. This likely won't happen. And so they went with the diuretic option. Um, but again, just being aware and, mm-hmm. and letting... Mm-hmm. All right, thanks. Uh, thank you for your question. Mm-hmm. Um, and I feel like that is, again... Everything boils down to the conversation Mm -hmm. being had. And you can't be afraid to ask your doctors things. So we're going to go to another break and we'll be right back with more of your questions. Thank you for tuning in to Medically Speaking. Thank you for tuning in to Medically Speaking, sponsored by the Mapleton Wellness Center. Every first and second Saturday of the month, they will discuss topics that will affect your health and wellness. Call in with your questions and concerns to Medically Speaking. Medically Speaking is not a substitute for going to your own doctor. And now, here's Medically Speaking on AM 1310, The Light. Welcome back to Medically Speaking on AM 1310, The Light. I'm your hostess, Dr. Lauren Harden, an associate of Dr. Kenneth Ackles, chiropractic physician located at Correction 3266 North Meridian Suite 508. Call us at 317-926-4623. Welcome back. And so we've been talking about medications and supplements and herb use with pharmacist Lauren Turner today. Thank you so much for being here and answering our questions. And so we were just talking kind of before we got the call about um, suggestions for taking medications and over-the-counter mm-hmm. for kids and choosing your um, medications. And I was just telling Lauren that I have a nephew, and he's a big kid, a big <laughs> a big two-year-old. And so um, when he's sick, and uh, daycare is like germ fest. I yes. just can't take daycare. Mm-mm. It's just terrible. <laughs> and so every time he gets sick, um, when we give him prescriptions mm-hmm. now... It's a little bit, it's not based off his age, it's actually based off his weight. So you want to talk a little bit about that? Mm -hmm. Yeah, so there are different children's medications are either based on their age or based on their weight. And Mm -hmm. so you want to, that's the other thing when picking out over-the-counter medications is looking at that label to see, Mm -hmm. you know, what, where does your child fit and what dose do they need? And so... um, it's also important to, if it's weight-based dosing, to not estimate their their right. weight. So, I mean, it depends. If they've been to the doctor, like, last week and you have a weight, like, that's fine because I'm mm-hmm. sure it's slightly different. But if you are just completely unsure of their weight, um, you you know, you want to try and get as accurate as possible, especially with children's yeah. medications. And then when, would you suggest that mm-hmm. if you were trying to, like, guesstimate mm-hmm. that you would guess low? 
for kids. <laughs> Pro- I mean, yeah, probably. Yeah, <laughs> because you don't want to overdose them. Absolutely, absolutely. You know that nap that'll happen naturally, parents. You don't have to give your kids <laughs> anything for that extra, you know, nap. You know, but in all seriousness, definitely making sure that your kid is getting the correct mm-hmm. dose of yes. medicine, and then looking and reading the labels to see how often. Do not trust. Um, what Granny and them did, maybe mm-hmm. maybe what mm-hmm. Granny and them did back in the day is not necessarily what's safe. And I feel like I have this conversation with my dad a lot mm-hmm. about how information changes. Yes. Now, the old school, if it works, it works. Mm-hmm. That's not going to change, you know. But at the same time, we do have more information mm-hmm. about the things that and the practices that we have used in the past that either improved upon or kind of we pushed away because mm-hmm. of research. Yes. And so when you're choosing medicine, you you definitely, if you have your ways and you know what works for you, uh, as long as that's safe, then go ahead mm-hmm. and keep going. But let's not forget that there is new information. Mm-hmm. There is new technology. And so we, we definitely use that to our benefit when talking about our health and wellness, right? Yeah, true. And so... As a pharmacist, do you still do, like, continuing education? I know as a chiropractor, we do mm-hmm. continuing education where we go and we're oh, constantly yeah. mm-hmm. learning about. And so, I mean, with every healthcare profession, I'm pretty sure you need mm-hmm. um, continuing education units. And so you're, that just ensures that you're consistently and constantly learning mm-hmm. about your field. And then they make that a requirement because... Yep. Everything is always changing. <laughs> always changing. I mean, yeah. we don't know. Somebody is over in Peru right now mm-hmm. in the middle of the jungle and they have found a <laughs> miracle plant that they can turn Cure into. Everything. Yes, that they can turn into. But we'll never know if we're always looking back, mm-hmm. you know? So True. stay up to date and read about mm-hmm. your medications and read about what's new, and that's that's a good way to stay involved in your own healthcare. Mm-hmm. I think uh, a, a pill is is something that is often prescribed, and it's easy to take, and it's easy to forget mm-hmm. that it's something that you're introducing into your body yep. and its environment every day, right? Yep. Mm-hmm. So that's cool. <laughs> so those are my questions about over the counters because you know that we just kind of just go get some um what is that Robitussin? Go yeah. get some Robitussin in. <laughs> They'll take that cough and that congestion <laughs> right away. And I'm like, I get to the store. It's there's like a hundred different robots. Yep. <laughs> there's yep. some, there's some, I mean, I could cough in the daytime. I could <laughs> cough in the nighttime, sleep in, you know, so it's, it True. can be overwhelming. And it is with, a lot. Um, ibuprofen, something oh, like anti-inflammatories. Mm-hmm. I do want your opinion uh-huh. about um, like diets. I'm mm-hmm. sure you know about mm-hmm. like hey, an anti-inflammatory diet. Hey. Um, what you know? In lieu of using like regular, if you're no, using uh, um, ibuprofen every single day uh, for like okay. a pain, you type of thing, grandma? I will always suggest to my patients that they also introduce an anti-inflammatory diet. Oh, okay. Because if you're taking something that regularly, then your body uh, is going to become so, kind of used to it, mm-hmm. and it'll build up a tolerance to it. Yeah. And so you always need something. When I leave the station, yeah, and I mean that's another thing too. When I leave that the station, when I meet with oh, patients. Okay. It's not always just okay. about what medicines can we okay. give you? What medicines will right. fix this problem? There mm-hmm. are a lot of right. lifestyle changes right. and personal changes that can affect your health potentially even more significantly than just the medications. Absolutely. And so it's always important to, yes, take your medications as prescribed, but you know, look into what other options are there from a health standpoint. Mm-hmm. That you will... know what that makes me think about mm-hmm. um, going the other way, mm-hmm. whereas you need to know, like, 
if some medications interact with alcohol, like mm-hmm. if you drink mm-hmm. alcohol mm-hmm. Um, regularly, or even if you have like a glass or two of wine and you're about to start this new medication, you need to know mm-hmm. how that affects it mm-hmm. because it could do a lot of damage, right? Mm-hmm. So just being aware of your habits, it's a lifestyle thing. Mm-hmm. And I think that's what a lot of, even people that kind of listen to this show, I think that's, a, we we fall short of that information mm-hmm. where it's, these are just things that we kind of need to fit into our lives. Yeah. They don't replace anything. Mm-hmm. They don't replace good health. Mm-hmm. And so that is something that you have to be active and strive for every yes. day. Right? Agreed. It's supposed to help. Just everything <laughs> is supposed to help you. That's it. <laughs> help you be a better person. And so keep that in mind when you're you're kind of thinking about asking these questions from your doctors, from your pharmacist. What is going to help you a little bit better? Please don't go and go off on a pharmacist for <laughs> side effects and, you know, all that. But definitely be respectful and you have the right to know mm-hmm. at the end of the day. So. I got a question for you. Go ahead. What about what about uh, how important is it to take it at the right times? Mm-hmm. And uh, what are, are the uh, what are the side effects if you don't take it on time? And uh, um, <laughs> I like what you said. Don't get mad at the farmers. <laughs> hey, you made my lip, my upper lip, and but 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 you know. <laughs> Girl, I gave you. This, this, but that's a good point because you know what? And I'm thinking of a very specific example uh-huh. timing of medication with people that are on birth control because a mm. side effect of not taking that on time is a side effect. pregnancy for sure. You are, in fact, way more fertile if you take it at the wrong time than if you do take it on time. So, yeah, go ahead. Yeah, so timing is important. Um, one for a couple of reasons. So one, if the medication isn't timed appropriately, then it might not be lasting you the whole time it's supposed to. Mm-hmm. So there's some medication that only work for like an eight hour window. Mm-hmm. So if you're not taking a medication, um, you know, in that time frame, then it's not going to you're going to have a time period where you're not treating whatever condition you're treating. Mm-hmm. Now, it's also important to know that there is. A little bit of wiggle room. So mm-hmm. I know there are a lot of I've had some like older patients who are taking care of like their husbands or their wives and they stress out about I didn't give it exactly at nine. Mm-hmm. But it's OK if you're a couple hours off. So like if, um, you know, if you wake up later and you take your medicine at 11 instead of nine, like that's.